Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Right Conversation, where sometimes I'm not always right. If you're new here, hi, hello. If you're not new, hi, hello. How are you? Today, I have a very special guest, Tara. Hello. All right, guys. I know you saw the title and said the effects of hookup culture. What kind of what kind of podcast is this? Well, that's what we're talking about, hookup culture. And um, me and Tara were walking, and I was honestly like, how do you want to start this podcast off? Don't really know. And then lovely 49er chicks came to my prevail this morning, and they told people to submit their hookups, um, either bedrooms, countertops, this and that and the third, to see if they've had the same hookup. And, you know, I didn't submit one, but I sure was nosy and peeking through, like, oh, what these people's bathrooms look like. Did they clean their room before their person came over? I was like, okay, we see. I also saw the hat collection, and some of them hats look real familiar. I saw this. I saw them post to send in, but I don't think yeah. I saw the the ones. No, I need to part. look. You need to look. I'll look out for this. I saw like the hat collection. I'm like, oh, I know some people that wear them hats. Mm. I'm not gonna say anything because some of y'all got girlfriends. Oh, but that's not my business. All I know Dude. is, if I wear saw some countertops, <laughs> or. Or, no, I need to look at it now. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, mm, so where you, where you been? You know? <laughs> yeah, I would mm, no, would not have been my best friend. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so hookup culture. Do we, how do we think about it? How do we feel? Um, it's a complicated question. Mm-hmm. Because hookup culture <laughs> is something that as a woman, you're not supposed to say, oh, I like to hook up. Mm-hmm. But, it has its benefits mm-hmm. and it has its downfalls. Mm-hmm. Um, I've participated in hookup culture, mm-hmm. obviously. I'm sitting on this podcast talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, while I maybe wouldn't do it all over again, mm-hmm. you know, it has been a learning experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, especially in college, it's become so big. Um, and it's some, one of those things that's like either you participate in hookup culture and if you don't, but you're single, then you're a prude and you're lame. Mm-hmm. But if you don't in your relationship, then like, oh, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. But if you're single, you're expected to kind of participate in this culture of one night stands and hooking up and going over to different people's houses and Tinder and Bumble and Hinge mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it gets really exhausting. It's exhausting. It's all of the expectations, especially on women. There's so many expectations because we're expected to hook up and be on dating apps, but we're not expected to like it. Mm-hmm. Like we can't say, oh, I love to hook up. I love one night stands because then, well, then you're a slut. Mm-hmm. Like you can't And do guys run away, but they're the same way. Exactly. But guys, you know, they get on Tinder and they hook up with, you know, 10 girls in a weekend. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that guy's awesome. That's awesome. But a girl goes to a frat party and hooks up with somebody and it's like, she oh, she's a shame. slut. Yep. Like she's just being passed around, yep. like all this stuff. Um, but women do like hookup culture. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, there's two sides to the coin mm-hmm. when it comes to that. And then I feel like with that, in the realm of that, with men, um, because like I have my friends back home and I'm just like, why do y'all think it's like so like macho and manly just like hook up with all these girls and be like, yeah, dog, 
dap me up, this and that and the third. And then like they like basically shut down my girl. She does up like three or four guys in a week. And they're just like, that's how that's how it is, Kyla. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's not. Cause I can call you a man whore and you'll be like, but like, you know, like they get mad. And like, that's not fair. Cause if I hook up with like four people in a week, you hook up with four people in a week, I get slut shamed and you get top big 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 up dog like how was exactly. it like how was she like huh mm-hmm. it's a double standard and then like women get very much attacked more than men do yeah um and i don't like that because if a man did it like i said he's going to get daffed up girls did it and then like i think it's also like a man self-esteem thing too Oh, it's for sure. Hookup culture is to boost men's self-esteem. Mm-hmm. There have actually been studies that I've seen and read mostly for, I did actually for a class, I wrote a paper on hookup culture. Mm-hmm. And the studies were talking about how men are much more likely to get pleasure out of one night stands. They're almost twice as likely to orgasm over women in one night stands. And hookup culture is really built for men. It's mm-hmm. for pleasure for men. And they don't care if a woman has gets anything out of it but women still participate in it because Mm -hmm. it's like well what else are you going to do for male attention for male affection you kind of have to Mm -hmm. um so it's like there's no winning it's i mean there's no winning as a woman anyway but especially as a woman with this culture Mm -hmm. you're either a prude or you're a slut Mm -hmm. and there's no in between with that so it's like it sucks being a woman today. It sucks being a woman today. Because it's like, do I love hookup culture? No. Um, do I participate in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Because what the fuck else am I going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, there's, sorry. There's nothing else, like, to do. Like, I don't want to get married. So, like, and it's like, that's either you hook up with somebody or they want to get married right yeah. off the bat. There's no in between right now. And also, like, because just the guys I've met and, like, have, have experience with it was kind of because I was in a relationship eight months this and that there so really no guy yeah. experience but I do once I got out of that I realized how men work <laughs> and you know well I just stay single for like a good portion of my life because oh I just want to have sex and I just I just need to know you first because mm-hmm. like when my ex like I wasn't friends with him first when we got into a relationship now I want to be friends with people and they're just like no and I'm like okay no but then also I think when it comes to dating apps, because now I'm, I was a dating app connoisseur in the beginning, yes. and I'm a dating app connoisseur now. Yes. But also, like, dating apps are scary when it comes to hookup culture because you have people who catfish people, and then you have people who just aren't them true selves. And mm-hmm. then, like, if you do go hook up with them, you don't know how it could be. And then you see, like, all these nudes. Like, my mom showed me one of this um, black woman who participated, I think it was Bumble, maybe Bumble. And she met with this guy. They were both of age, um, like in their 20s or so. And she met up with this guy. They had sex. And then he killed her. And then she woke. She did not wake up. He woke up and he called the cops because he was like, she's all bloody. She's not waking up. And I'm just like, that's a scary effect of dating apps. Mm-hmm. And, like, she had just met him that night. And I'm like, that's scary for women. Like, granted, it most definitely can happen to men. It's not reported as much. But it can most definitely happen well, to men, too. Well, it's also, like, when a man meets a woman from a dating app. Mm-hmm. He doesn't worry about getting killed. Mm-hmm. Women do. Like when I was 
going out with this guy for the first time. Mm-hmm. We did research on him, y'all. And mm. yeah, we did research on him. Extensive <laughs> well, I didn't research. Do research on him. I did. Um, just in case he's listening. Um, <laughs> I did. If you're listening, <laughs> he. Um, all of my friends wanted my location. Like you I mean, wanted my location. I have it. All of my friends like had my location, and my sister texted a check in a couple of times um, because I was going over to his apartment, and everyone mm-hmm. was like, "Tara, that's so scary! Like you need to meet him in a public place." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, it's fine. Like we've been talking for a little bit. Like I trust him. Like he sent me a Snapchat. I've seen his face, but it's like even when I was driving over there, I was like." well what if i get murdered like Mm -hmm. i need i had a plan in my head of like this is what i can do like you know when i got there i immediately and i don't think i even told you this i like checked the layout of his apartment he gave me like a little tour of his apartment um and i checked the layout and i was like okay well there's a balcony over here he's on the third floor but like his bedroom's this way the guest bedroom's over here like he's got two bathrooms Mm -hmm. uh, you know closet inside the bathroom like so I had an idea in my head of like, well, if something does go south, I know where I can go. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that no man has ever walked into a woman's apartment and done that. Never. Never. But I did. Mm-hmm. And it's never, like, I've never been kidnapped. I've never been murdered. Mm-hmm. But like, you know. Shitty well, I mean, obviously you're alive well, right yeah. now. Well, yeah, thank you, <laughs> <laughs> But like, shitty things have happened and they do happen. And they happen to women every single day. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have that plan in place. And men just don't think that. And that's one of the big downfalls of hookup culture mm-hmm. is that women are expected to participate in this. But the worst thing that happens to a woman is that they get killed. The mm-hmm. worst thing that happens to a man is that she says no. Yep. So it's like, why are we doing this? And I would just like to say a quick PSA to all my men because, ooh, me and my friend went through the other day was just not revolving hookup culture, but mm, please learn how to take no for an answer because there have just been way too many reports. Yes. I think the very last one that I saw, which was like maybe in February, this girl was literally leaving either her place or, like, her boyfriend's place or something. And then he was like, hey, can I have your number? And she was like, no, I have a boyfriend. And he shot and killed her. Yep. And then yep. he, the cops get called. And then he's leaving out of his apartment. And then he's, like, in handcuffs. And he's like, I'm sorry, Mom. I didn't really. Bro, this mom just lost her daughter because she basically told you no. And you just shot and killed her. Like, take no for an answer without leading to violence. And I think, like, man, I think... Oh, I need a man's perspective too. Jesus Christ, I'll probably get yours. Don't need a man's perspective. Sometimes, never need a man's never perspective. Need a man's perspective. <laughs> I think I don't think some men, some men do. I will not discredit all men, but some men like don't realize like how scary it is for women to say no. Mm-hmm. Because um, one of my lovely friends, Tamar, she knows I love her the most. If she's listening to this, um, like when guys approach her, um, she'll be like, "Hey." I'm Samar. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to back off. But even though, like, I go in full defense mode because men are weird. Um, and she'll give him, she'll give them her number instead of, like, an Instagram or a Snapchat. And I always, I've always, like, last semester, I've always asked her, like, Samar, why do you give them your number and, like, not Instagram or Snapchat? She's like, because I don't know what they could do if I say no. And I'm like, that's very true. And I was like, I never thought about it like that. Like, just saying, like, straight out, like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Um, Cause I said no, and just like it was fine for me, mm. but she's like I'm scared to say no, because how society is today, and how crazy men are. And she was like, that's why I just give them my number. She was like, and I don't text them. Da-da-da. 
She text, she got this one guy, and I hope he's listening to this too. I don't even know what school you go to, but you you, made, you pissed me off. You interrupted <laughs> our conversation. And I talked about my last podcast when it does come out. She gave him her number. She has an iPhone, and he has an iPhone. And he texted her, and it was green. And I said, that was your fake number. Do not play me right now. Uh, Yeah, I mean, saying no is, is terrifying. And, like, when a guy – I remember being in high school. I was, like, a sophomore in high school, and this guy – I like I had heard of him like he was bad news he was not like a good guy and I'd gone out of um a study hall to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. and like I was waiting for my friend because we were gonna go to the bathroom together as girls do we go to the bathroom together always I was waiting for us at the bathroom and he like walked by me twice and then was like and he was a senior too I was a sophomore senior Mm -hmm. and he was like hey like can I get your snapchat like you seem to be like making eyes at me and I wasn't I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. not cute at all. I was I was 15. This man is a senior. I think he was like 18 too. He was like an 18 year old senior in high school, and I was not making eyes at him. And I still like I gave him my Snapchat because mm-hmm. what else was there? and I didn't deny like no I was making eyes at you like what the fuck mm-hmm. like because this man is older than me. I'm alone in the school hallway like my friend's not out yet. So it was like I just gave it to him mm-hmm. because I was like what else am I gonna do? And even like saying no online too like when a guy asks for nudes which is so common mm-hmm. the second that you start talking to someone on snapchat nudes it's like nudes or they send, send you a, dick a picture pic. of you. yes the unwarranted dick pics ps all the men. Jail. girls don't like that don't like it. i'm taking we you to jail we don't like it um unwarranted ones unwarranted <laughs> and warranted because oh i don't want to we have different opinions on that one. <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, mom. Um, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Um, but when you like say like, no, I don't want to send nudes, and then they harass you. I had a guy cyberstalk me. Yeah. Oh yeah. He made like it was. I was in high school. I think I don't remember. Maybe I don't remember. I think I was in high school. So I didn't have Snapchat until then. I had met him on something. I don't know what it was. And then we talked for a while and then he got really weird and he lived in Texas. He got like really weird and like weirdly possessive and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually I was like, you know, screw you. I'm over it. I was, I think I was, I think it was freshman in high school. I was like 14. Mm-hmm. And he was like 16 or 17. Like it was not a good age gap. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I was like, I'm over it. And he like kept texting me and I was like, no. So I like blocked him on everything and he kept making new Instagram accounts and kept adding me. Um, his name was Noah. Fuck you, Noah. <laughs> Call him out. Um, I don't even think my friends in high school know this. I didn't talk about it in high school mm-hmm. because I was like, I was like, I can just handle this. Like I don't want to freak anybody out. But cyber stalking is so real. Like it's like, and it's terrifying for women. Cause like obviously in-person stalking is way worse. Mm-hmm. And I've never been in person stalked. I thought I did. I think it was just deer outside my window. But <laughs> what? I live in the woods. One yeah. day it was snowing, and I thought I saw footprints leading up to our window. But I think it was just a deer. But that's another story. Oh. But like, cyber stalking oh. is so real for girls, mm-hmm. and like, when you say no, and then they make new Instagram accounts. That's why, honestly, I'm so thankful Instagram has that feature now. This is block them and all, all accounts, accounts they, they make. create yep. because like iconic mm-hmm. for them for Very sure iconic i love it because it's so real and it's like and that's a part of being a woman is just expecting that you know if i say no here's every possible scenario and even then you still can't plan for everything so it's yeah. horrifying and also like how does that feature even work like is it if, if it catches them using the same email same i think number? it's same email or same name because you have to put in your number i think yeah. for instagram and then the email is optional 
but I think you can make multiple accounts on the same number because I definitely I have a Finsta. So I like I had the main and the Finsta, mm-hmm. and like I think it all uses the same number. Mm-hmm. But like you can change the emails. Yeah, I, think I, I don't know how emails. it works. Me neither. I should contact Instagram headquarters. I know. But let's talk about how men are gullible. Like, y'all think women oh, are gullible? Yeah. Let's talk about men. Because let me tell you something. This is how I did it. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I did. But I will say, men are very gullible. And they're very eager to get into the... Um, pants of a woman. Pants and realm yes. of a woman. And, you know, figured it out. And, you know. Ugh. Can we just, like... Watching movie show have popcorn. This is at thirty. What are you trying to get to my pants, please? Yes, because there is such a thing of just chilling and not having sex for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I think men need to realize that because, like, not all women want to have sex on the first night. Oh my god, yes. Like they don't. Yes. Like some women just want to like catch your vibe because sex to me is you're very much your energy, mm-hmm. and then if you have sex with the wrong person, it could very much affect your energy. Not all women want to have sex on the first night. And all you little horny men, chill out. Please. Actually, no. Just chill out. Not even please. Because no, I'm not, not even going to be nice about it. Chill out. No. Please. Um, yeah, that please. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, because honestly, like, sex is, like, fun. And I love sex. Mm-hmm. But, like, I need to have an emotional connection. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, let's just have sex. Like, I've never met you before. But mm-hmm. sure. Like, and I need to have some kind of emotional connection, something in common, something that's like, okay, this guy is cool, like. Take me out to dinner. This girl is cool, like, I'm really into them, like, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, take me out to dinner, buy me some food. Buy me some food. Not in, like, a prostitution way, but, like. (laughs) (laughs) I almost got my Waffle House, but they were clowns, so, you know. True. (laughs) Um, But, like, the vibe check is so real. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to know that we're on the same wavelength, or else, Mm -hmm. like. I'm over it. Like, mm-hmm. I get the ick so fast, too. Oh, so, like, my biggest fear is, like, and this has happened more times than I would like to admit, is having sex with someone and then getting the ick. Because then it's like, why did I have sex with you? You have this weird quirk, and I don't like it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that awful one, you know, that I told you about. The really bad one. Just can get in and out. Just say it. Brayden. Brayden. The guy who we had sex for like five seconds and he thought I. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got the ick so. I got the ick while we were having sex. Really? Like, and it was. If you could even call it sex. But it was like. It was. Sorry, mom. Again. um But it was like. It was so fast that I was like, okay, like I should have spent more time assessing your vibe mm-hmm. because I was obviously way off. Mm-hmm. um But it was. It's one of those things that's like. And I've told guys before, like, I don't have sex on the first date. Mm-hmm. Even if our date is me coming over and watching a movie, like, I'm not going to have sex no. with you. I'll do something else, but I won't have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hookup culture. Hookup culture. <laughs> um, but I won't have sex with you. Mm-hmm. And some of them are cool. And then some of them are like, oh, like, really? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, and then, like, sometimes it makes me be like, oh, like, I have to just tell them my period. Like, I just have to fucking lie. Yeah. And then it's like, but then I'm like, while Some I'm thinking about care. that, I'm like, why am I lying? Mm-hmm. Like, if they can't respect my no, why do I want to go out with them? Mm-hmm. So I stopped doing that. I used to do that a lot in, like, freshman year of college. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, oh, no, like, I'm just on my period. Like, that's it. Like, no, obviously I want to have sex with you. I didn't. 
And mm-hmm. I would lie. And it was such a useless lie. Because I shouldn't have had to do that. But mm-hmm. it was like, I was so scared of saying no. Mm-hmm. It goes back to that, like, saying no. Because mm-hmm. if I say, oh, my period or, like, whatever. Oh, I don't feel well. Oh, I just changed my birth control. I've had the same birth control for five years. Like, <laughs> obviously, like, I'm not doing that anymore. It's like, I'm just honest. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have sex on the first date. If you can't handle that, screw you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't do one-night stands. Mm-hmm. I don't do this. I don't do that. Like, do I want to be married and in love right now? Probably not. Would it be nice? Yes. yes but <laughs> am I looking for that? No. no. But do I want to fuck you and then leave right after? No. no. Like, it's just, it's so dumb. Can we talk about, like, aftercare? Yes. In the realm of hookup culture, but Sorry, also in relationships. Really loud. I hope you didn't break your microphone. Yes. Uh, hook, aftercare in hookup culture, but also in relationships. Do you think it's important, aftercare? And what kind? And like how? Okay, I want to know very your passionately deeps. about this. Then I'll tell you mine. So a lot of people hear aftercare and they think of BDSM. What is that? B- BDSM bondage. Oh, okay. like Dom and yeah, you know. Okay, yeah. because aftercare is most commonly used in that term. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> and but aftercare is like for everyone who doesn't know. I like I'm looking up at the screen. Like mm-hmm. they're watching me. Well, they're watching me. For everyone who yeah. doesn't know, um, aftercare is when after sex and it's like you taking care of your partner mm-hmm. most commonly it's like the man in a in a heterosexual relationship it's the man taking care of the woman mm-hmm. but it goes both ways especially for if you're in like any other kind of relationship mm-hmm. um and it can it's like cleaning people up like mm-hmm. cuddling mm-hmm. making sure they're okay making them food like whatever taking a shower um, possibly. taking a shower yeah Aftercare has become really important to me with sex um, because when you're 16 and you're losing your virginity, it's just like wham and bam, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're done. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I've gotten the best aftercare in one night stands. Really? Or like in like people I've just been like sleeping with casually. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. No shade to any of my exes (laughs) if you're listening. Definitely they're not. They have me blocked. But um, it was just like, I mean, we were young. Like it was everyone I slept with when I was in high school, I think was their first time. Mm-hmm. I say everyone. I slept with two people in high school. <laughs> <laughs> like it was it was our first time. So like whatever. But it was never like anything like that. One boyfriend did take a shower with me. But it it was awkward. Um, and now, though, like, being older and stuff, it's something that actually, like, tells me a lot about your character. Mm-hmm. The last person that I had sex with. Yeah. I, aftercare was pretty good. Like, it was, like, we took a shower and, like, cuddled and, and we went and got Chipotle. So it was, like, it was grand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really respected that. Like, it was, like, immediately, like, after we were done, he went and he turned on the shower. And I was like, that was really important to me because it's like, okay, now you're like actually taking care of me. And this isn't just like, okay, we had sex. Now you go. Mm -hmm. So like, I think now I say older, like I'm 30, I'm 20, but it's like, I feel older. Like, cause this is the time in your life when like, yeah, you're having fun. You're doing what you do, but you're also like more mature. Your head's more screwed on. Right. Mm -hmm um especially because i'm graduating college like it's Boo. okay <laughs> um, i'll be happy when i see you across the stage but that's all uh, 
Also, this will come out after she graduates, so she already Oops. graduated by then. Yay. Uh, um, oh, no, yay, because she already Okay, she graduated. Okay. okay. Um, but it has been something that's, like, I think underrated in relationships, too, because I feel like almost in relationships, they feel like they don't need to do that because they're already, like, in a relationship. So, like, why would they need to, like, take a shower with you afterwards? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what to do. Like, it's we've done this a 100 times. Like, mm-hmm. do what you need to do. And, like, cuddling especially. Like, I love cuddling. Me too. I am a cuddler until mm-hmm. I die. Um, and so, like, for me, like, a guy who is, like, no, like, I don't want to cuddle. Or, like, I don't like cuddling. Or, like, after we have sex, immediately, like, puts his clothes back on and just, like, Sit throws a towel well. at me. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think that aftercare is a lost art in hookup culture. Because in hookup culture, the expectation is you have sex, you leave. But it's not. I, mm-hmm. No matter how much people say, sex is an emotional thing. Yeah. You have emotions. It's scientifically proven, for all of you who don't think so. Endorphins are released when you mm-hmm. have sex. You do have an emotional outburst. So aftercare helps soothe those emotions and turn them into something else. Because especially after you have sex, you know, you're a little hopped up on, like, adrenaline. You mm-hmm. have a lot of endorphins going through you. So, like, you, having that person help calm you down and, like, bring you both back to center. Because mm-hmm. aftercare is just important. Like, if I have sex with a guy, like, I want to make sure that he's okay, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to help him out. Like, it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So, it's not just, I have the man to take care of me and cuddle me and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Women do that, too. Mm-hmm. You should do it. And if you're in, you know, you're sleeping, you're a guy sleeping with a guy or a girl sleeping with your girl. If you're with a same-sex partner... It's just as important. When I was dating a girl, we both made sure that we were taken care of afterwards. Like, it's just what happens. So it's like, do aftercare. Do aftercare. Make sure your partner is okay. And yes, they're still a partner, even if you've had sex once. Mm -hmm. I know my ex-partner, I'm so sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, you know. Yeah, turn it off now if you are. Turn it off now. Um, Please. I should turn it off at the beginning. (laughs) At the beginning. You saw the title. Um, but I know, like, with my ex-partner, we'll always cuddle, watch a movie, or buy a piece afterwards. I'm not going to lie. I am very much a go-to-sleep afterwards. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep, respectfully. I love you. But, like, no piss to you. Like, this is, like... Yes. Like, and I don't want people to be like, oh, this is what she came here for? No. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. I've been up all day long. I'm going to sleep. Respectfully. If you can't handle that, please, the door. But I know, I know, with uh, that person, mm-hmm. same way. Okay, um, he had, we called each other before. Like I went over there, and mm-hmm. by the way, did not have sex with him. Just put that in on there. No, um, and um, I don't even know if he listens to this. Oh well. And he was like, I have a shower, just in case it's like you want a shower. And I was like, I already showered. And now that I think about it, I'm like, hmm. He's probably like, I have a shower after we have sex. And I'm just like, hmm. Oh, that's definitely what he was doing. Yeah. And I was, luckily, I was on my period. <laughs> like, for realsies. For realsies. <laughs> for realsies. Um, and I was just like, also, his bathroom was nice. Men's bathrooms, for some reason, are very clean. Whenever they they're are. bringing someone over. Oh, my like, gosh. I don't know if they clean it beforehand when they're bringing someone over. Next post. I don't know if they're cleaning it beforehand, before they bring someone over, or what. But y'all's bathrooms are, like, really nice. 
and I respect y'all for it. Like, congratulations. Like, after we leave, it might be like, okay, I can get it messy and dirty again. But, like, so far, you're doing great. You know? Boop, boop. <laughs> so, I really really want to talk about exclusivity if you're in, like, a situationship. <laughs> Oh, you're looking at me. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you want? I mean, I can go first. Um. I am mm, very much a. We're public to our friends, but we're private to the rest of the world. But like, just like a situationship, like you're not boyfriend girlfriend. Like you're just like sleeping each other. You're just seeing each other. Oh no. So uh, no exclusivity. I'm not. No. Why is someone in my business? Like, no, 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 Because, no. like, say I slept with this man like five times. We're going on secret dates. This and that, but we're not boyfriend and girlfriends. Like, there's no like lovey dovey. We're just like sleeping with each other, eating out together. This and that. Let's someone be like, hey, lovely. Nope. Like, and then I'm like, this is like my sneaky link or like my situation ship. And I'm just like, but you would you would sleep with somebody else? What do you mean? Exclusivity, not publicity. Like being exclusive with them. Like they don't see anybody else, and you don't see anybody else. Oh yeah. No. You want to be exclusive? Yeah. If you're sleeping together. Yeah. Okay. But like, I'm not gonna post them. Well, yeah. Obviously yeah. not. I wouldn't well, even like, post my boyfriend I, or girlfriend. I didn't post my boyfriend. I posted him you twice. Didn't. You posted him after you broke up. Oh, that Valentine's Day yes. post and then for his birthday. And that's yes. It. And people were probably like, are they broken up? Well, congratulations. We are now. Um, keep him guessing. Keep him guessing. Um, but I don't like when it comes to that, mm-hmm. I if I'm sleeping with you, I will only be sleeping with you. And hopefully we come to terms where you only sleep with me. Yes. Because I am very much a pro condom girly. I can't do it. Like Oh, me too. Without a condom. Same. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am very much a ease protection. I'm on birth control and I have no protection, but I be darn. I mean I be ooh, sorry. I be darn. <laughs> so I've said fuck yeah. for <laughs> Like, I am very much a pro-condom girly because mm, y'all men are easy, by the way. Um, yes. And, you know, I don't know who you've been with. You don't know who I've been with. And I just need protection because I am very much a get a test afterwards. Because um, Women's Health Center, woo, every year. Yes. Um, get STD tested get every tested. year or every six months if you're sexually active. Well, even with the same person. Because you don't home, know where they be. After school ends, I go to my Women's Health Center and they're like, let's pee in a cup. And I'm like, okay, girl. Parenthood is so quick about mm-hmm. it, too, and so nice. Mm-hmm. Get tested, please, before you engage with multiple partners. Because if you have it, don't spread it. And don't be an asshole. Yeah, I'm cussing out. Don't be an asshole and spread it to other people if you know you have it. Well, and if you know you have it and you spread it, it's actually a felony. So. That's a felony. You're going to jail. Um, but, yeah, no, I want to be exclusive. Like, we only mess with each other. You know, your thoughts. See, I don't know why I asked this question because I have a complicated answer. <laughs> Everything I have is a complicated answer when it comes to sex and relationships and mm-hmm. stuff like that because I'm a complicated individual. Mm-hmm. But I am a big person who I don't love a label mm-hmm. that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> i feel like there can be too much pressure on labels mm-hmm. so if you say oh this is my boyfriend this is my girlfriend this is my partner that's a lot of labels and like then there's an expectation mm-hmm. like if i go to my mom and i'm like hey like i'm sleeping with somebody she automatically is like oh like so potential like boyfriend and i'm like no 
I'm sleeping with somebody. That's it. Like, and there, cause there's a lot of pressure when you become a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner. Mm -hmm. So would I love to be a girlfriend? Of course. Mm -hmm. Am I a great girlfriend? I will be now. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I'm mature. Um, Sorry, all my exes. Um, But if I am in a situationship like I'm in right now, I am exclusive to that person. Mm -hmm. Like in a sleeping around sense. Mm -hmm. Like do I partake in a little bit of flirting? Maybe. Mm-hmm. If they flirt first, I'm mm-hmm. never gonna initiate that. No, I never initiate flirting. I'm no, so I'm horrible I'm at it. I'm an, okay. Here's okay. Here's my thing with flirting. I am flirty without realizing it. Sometimes mm-hmm. when I try to flirt, I'm horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, I can just be like be talking to somebody, and everyone's like, "You are flirting," and I'm like, mm-hmm. "No." I don't flirt. I bully people. Like I will bully you. Like in a sense of like so talk trash. I am so people that I like. Yep. Like <laughs> the guy that I'm seeing right now, I bully him so hard sometimes mm-hmm. if you're listening to this i really hope you're not but if you are sorry <laughs> <laughs> we probably won't be talking by the time this one comes out but um oh. Ooh, can i keep that in sure yeah. <laughs> um but i will not sleep with anybody else mm-hmm. and i prefer that if you sleep with someone else you tell me about it especially if you tell me you won't sleep with anybody else yes like if you if without me prompting you're like just so you know i'm not sleeping with anybody else beautiful if you change your mind let me know mm-hmm. like i would prefer because while i i am a big advocate for condoms i'm not as careful as my counterpart here sorry mom <laughs> so i would prefer to know if you're gonna sleep with somebody else and if you i already know that you don't use condoms mm-hmm. and i and i know that then like tell me so that i can get tested so i can mm-hmm. make sure that everything's good um but I don't expect that of anybody if we don't have a label. Because I feel like you get into a slippery slope when you go, we're exclusive, but I don't want to be your boyfriend. Or I don't want to be your girlfriend. I don't want to be your partner. But like, I want you to only see me and I want us to go on dates. Because then it's like the label doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're seeing somebody seriously and you're like, no, they're not my partner. Like, we're just casual. Mm-hmm. But you're exclusive. You're going on dates. Maybe they've met your parents. Like, mm-hmm. you're, dating. you're dating. You have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, or a partner. Without the label. Yes. But yeah. everyone is so scared. The second you put the label on, things change and mm-hmm. it's different. But you're doing you're doing it already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm doing that with somebody, then I'm just going to be like, listen, like, give me the fucking label. <laughs> like, I want girlfriend privileges if I'm going to give you girlfriend things. So, do you believe in that thing where it's like, you know how, like, if you have a person's number, like, unsaved, and once they you save it, they mess up? Or, like, once you put a label on stuff, they mess up? Do you yes. believe in that? Because it's happened to me before. Okay, so here's my thing. I feel like I have a timeline mm-hmm. for people that I talk to. Mm-hmm. For people I've dated, I've never dated anyone longer than five months. Mm-hmm. When I've had a boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've only ever, um, when I've had a boyfriend or girlfriend, it's only never lasted longer than five months. It's mm-hmm. usually, I think, three to five is my like, timeline. Mm-hmm. Guys I'm talking to or seeing casually sleeping with, it's usually about a month is when they kind of start to mess things up. And I say they because it's them, not me. Taylor Swift was wrong when she said I'm the problem it's me because I'm never the problem 
she's right about everything else so hard so for this one but <laughs> she went to her concert i'm going to her concert um but i think that it's there's a timeline for it and i think the second that honestly i think it's when i start to think okay maybe this could be something mm-hmm. they fuck up mm-hmm. and i'm like it was my brain my brain did that I have like fucking star wars forest may the fourth be with you we're filming this on may 4th so i can say that um we are filming this on may 4th may the fourth be with you crazy like forest level powers like mm-hmm. telekinesis like you like they're i they're, it's on my mind they're like mm-hmm. oh she thinks this could be something let me show her why this can't yeah like right now men are just i'm ugh, though angry all the time <laughs> <laughs> and i think that it's just like the second that i'm like oh he's actually a good guy that's when he messes up. That's when he messes up. Yep. Because it's like the honeymoon period only lasts for so long. Mm-hmm. And I think that like once the honeymoon period lasts for longer. It goes downhill. Than a month. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it goes downhill. It's, it's, been, it's been a slippery slope lately for the the girls of the right conversation right now. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The, the girlies in this room. Yeah, this semester with relationships and situationships. Horrid. She's messed me up. <laughs> it's been horrible. Ooh, started all in February. We went downhill since. It was still in May. <laughs> and I think that, like, also, like, as a woman, like, the second that you're like, oh, I really like sleeping with you, but, like, now I want you to be my boyfriend, the guys are kind of like, well, what the fuck? Like, I thought we were just sleeping together. Like, you thought me taking you on dates and kissing you and cuddling you and telling something? you that I really liked you and that you were perfect and beautiful and everyone with anyone else meant something? No, it didn't. Yeah, they're like, oh, we're just casual. What are you talking about? Um, and I will say that I've never done that, actually. I've never told somebody that I wanted to be their girlfriend. <laughs> really? No, I told, like, guys in, like, middle school and, like, high school that I had a crush on them. But I was never like, I, we've been talking for a long time, and I want to be your girlfriend. I just okay. thought it. And then they just knew. And they were like, let me just make the decision for her. So, with that, I have a problem. Yes. And I'm realizing my problem. I realized my problem last month. So, with my ex, we met around this time last year. Well, mm-hmm. We met, um, we talked for like two weeks, and then we actually met in person on April 17th. Mm-hmm. So then we hung out like twice in the summer, because we basically were going into summer, and my life always happens in April for some reason. Yes. It's a timeline now. Um, why God? Don't know. Um, <laughs> help. <laughs> help, please. <laughs> help. Can we get something before school ends? Um, anyways. Um, can I get a new writer for my plot? No, can I get a new writer? God, <laughs> new writer. please. The writers are going on strike, we're too. Going like, on we're sh- screwed. <laughs> Krista, she's gone. She's on strike right now. I love you so much, too. Crazy name me for life. Um, anyways. Um, but starting to talk in April, we hung out, like, twice in the summer. Then we came back in August, right? We were, like, really strong in August. Then October came. And so it's what, April, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, six months, right? Mm-hmm. So we're, I'm driving, and he says something very offensive to me. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm like, basically, like, I'm like, F off, like, because, mm-hmm. ugh, what is this? So then, like, we go back to my room, and, like, we have a whole heart to heart. He's like, I never knew if you liked me, because it felt like he was like, I felt like you were, like, friends on me, like, all these months. And I'm like, but, so I think it's the problem, I think it's a me thing. Like, don't look at me like that. I think it's a me thing. You know why? Because uh, with the other guy, he told me the same thing. He was like, I just felt like that. It's like, he was like, you give me friends, friendship vibes. And I'm like, is it me? Like, am I like unintentionally friends on people? But I think I do that because I don't want to get hurt. 
Yeah, I think that you might unintentionally friend zone people, and I don't think it's your fault. I think it's just it's a safety barrier. Yeah. It's a safety net for sure. Which, honestly, if I unintentionally friend zone you, you better intentionally get out that friend zone. Ho. That's what it's like. I feel like men, they're like, they treat the friend zone. And the fact that the friend zone's even a word, like, yep. it's just called being a fucking friend. friend. Yeah. Like, you're not in the friend zone, you're a friend. And, like, I also, oh my, I hate it so much when guys are like, friends are just boyfriends, but you don't get the benefits of it. Excuse me? Just be a fucking friend. Just be a friend. Like, if I have a lot of guy friends now, yeah. I didn't used to. Yeah. Um, but I do have a lot. Shout out to y'all if you listen. You probably won't, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot of guy friends now. And it's like, at least not to me, none of them have ever been like, you friend zoned me. Like, mm-hmm. they're just friends. Like, we know, like, there's no sexual attraction. There's none of that. Like, we're just friends. And, like, guys have told me before, like, oh, like, I'm in the friend zone. Or, like, she put me in the friend zone. And I'm like, no, you're her friend. You're her friend. And you should feel honored. Yeah. Because, like, she's probably a really cool fucking girl. Mm-hmm. And you should feel honored to be her friend. And if you want sex that bad, get it with somebody else. Yeah. It's like, you you watch New Girl, right? No. Okay. <laughs> I love New Girl, mm-hmm. but it's like when Schmidt was talking about Nick being like Jess's like emotional buffer before she could have sex with this guy she was just like sleeping casually with, mm-hmm. and he was like, and then Nick was like, I don't want to be your boyfriend like without the rewards, and I was like, Nick, you're my favorite and I love you and I want to marry you, mm-hmm. but that was fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I think also there's just a stigma in our culture about men and women not being friends unless you're having sex can we talk about that mm-hmm. because like i have a lot of guy friends most of my guy friends are back home and then i have some here but and i realized that like whenever a homie was homie and his friends was over at my apartment and it was four of them and it took me back to whenever my guys because i call them my guys because they're from back home when they used to go to um the same college and they would come over to my room last year. And we was in my apartment. And I was like, I said my boys, plural. And then all you heard was him say, boys. And I ignored him because, one, they're my boys. So he, like I already said, like he was like, I'm repeating this again, but sorry. He was like, boys. And I just like ignored him because I'm like, why does it matter? Like, it's none of your business. Like, they're my friends. They're my protectors. And if I show them to you, if I show you to them, they're going to judge you and be like, Kyla, he's a piece of crap, and I'm probably not going to drop you, then I'm going to see you learned your lesson at the end of the day, but anyways. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I feel like girls with a lot of guy friends, I don't mind it just because I have a lot of guy friends. Like, if they visit me in Charlotte and I just walk with them, I'll be like their little, like, little person. They got this, like, five guys surrounding me, and I'm just like, yeah. Like a you famous know? person. Like a bodyguards. famous person, like, mm. um, But, like, I I love my girls, and I'm not. I'm. I'm more close. I build better connections with guys than girls. See, I definitely build better connections with girls than guys. Really? Because like I, hearts for my guy friends, love my guy friends, but like, I'm a girl's girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a girl's girl. Like, and I feel like also, it's just when I was like in high school and stuff, I never really made friends with guys. Mm-hmm. So all of my guy friends wanted to have sex with yep. me. And I didn't really have good experiences with guys in, like, high school and guy friends. Um, yeah, so all of my guy f- friends, using quotes in high school, were, like, guys that I'd already kind of, like, not hooked up with. Except I wasn't really hooking up in high school, but, like, talked to a little bit. Like, had, like, mm-hmm. a little talking stage. 
so I didn't really consider them like friend friends um but like now I like have all these guys like have no interest in me at all which is a beautiful beautiful thing and it's like I'm obviously close with them but I'm definitely still closer with my girls because I'm just better at connecting with girls because like Mm -hmm. they get it Mm -hmm. guys don't get it guys don't get it like if you talk to a guy about like like i can't talk to any of them about like sex oh i can talk to my guy basically about sex oh no i wouldn't i say listen we're gonna get down to the nitty and gritty you're gonna listen we can talk about letters (laughs) but also like i mean all of my friends right now like i've met in the past two years (laughs) in Mm -hmm. charlotte so it's like it helps me a lot longer to open up to men just because they're men and I don't trust them. Yep. But, like, um, and also, like, I think there's a difference between, like, a girl having a lot of guy friends and, like, pick-me girl. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. girls are, like, you have so many guy friends. Oh, you're such a pick-me. And it's, like, girl, bye. No. Like, even if I have a lot of guy friends, I'm a girl's girl. Like, mm-hmm. I'm here for the girlies. Like, here for the girlies. one of them says something shitty, I'm going to call them out on it. Oh. And you know I do. <laughs> no, I will. Yeah. <laughs> like. But, like, even if it's, like, one of your friends. Like, if my guy friend says something sexist or misogynistic or just shitty in general. Well, I'm calling him out. I'm going to be like, you fucking bitch. Yeah, I'm calling And I out. do. I've done it many times. Um, if you're listening, you know who you are. I Ooh. won't call your name out on here. Say it. Bestie for real. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I think that girls who have a lot of guy friends sometimes get a bad rap because everyone just assumes that you're a pick-me girl. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no. So girl, some girls are definitely pick-me girls. Mm-hmm. I have met quite a few of them they're just like no like i could never wear that much makeup and like oh no i'm just one of the guys and like sometimes girls are just one of the guys i am one of the guys but you're not gonna sit there and be like oh no i'm one of the guys like i can never do that like that's too girly mm-hmm. like no you're still a girl and you hang out with yeah, guys i'm one of the guys that come like i've said put me in the group chat now but you're still like i'm still one of the girls you're still a girl's girl i'm still a girl's girl i'll rap with my girls Till dawn. But even like if you have if you're a girl and you have only guy friends, everyone still labels you. Or they're yeah. like, Oh no, you must have fucked all of them. Like there's no way. Yeah. It's like no. Yeah. We a bitch. <laughs> I don't actually I use that word a lot. I was gonna say I don't use that word lightly, but like I definitely Really quickly. Cause you said this and I was like, ooh, ding. Talking sage. Talking sage. You just said talking sage. And I wanna like we don't have to talk long about this because everyone has different views on talking sage. So Say you hook up with a person and then say, like, you talk for, like, two to three weeks. Because some guys, they don't, like, just dip after they hook up. So, like, hook up, two to three weeks, you, like, continue talking to another. And then he's, like, okay, so I kind of feel some, like, either one of y'all. Or, like, they're, like, I feel some kind of, like, connection with you. This, that, and the third. So, like, you begin talking to each other. How long... Like, you went from hookup to, like, basically, like, I feel a connection. Uh-huh. Now you're in this talking stage bubble. How long do you think it should last, like, a talking stage? I think it can last however long you want it to last. Okay. I think that there's no timeline on catching feelings. Okay. I think that some girls um, and some guys and some people catch feelings immediately within yeah. a day. Yes. And, like, some people delusion don't catch feelings for a long time. It took me six months. I mean... I, okay, here's the thing, right, is I don't think you have to have feelings for somebody like that, like, I feel a connection, and I want to see where this goes kind of feelings, and when you're in a talking stage. Like, I think talking stages are just that, talking stages. I think once you admit that you have feelings for somebody, it becomes, like, a situationship. Yep. Or, like, it becomes, like, some form of a relationship. And, like, 
I'm not saying that I haven't had feelings, some kind of feeling for every person I've hooked up with because I obviously have, or I wouldn't have hooked up with them, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like some kind of like connection or whatever, but I've never, that's a lie actually. Mm -hmm. I really hope he's not going to listen to this, but I'm going to spill it anyway. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to edit this out. You can give it him. The recent, the guy that Mm -hmm. I'm talking to now. I definitely have some kind of feeling for him. Crystal, you don't have to say, I told you so. Crystal's my mother. Mm-hmm. I have some kind of feeling for him. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go anywhere, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. I'm moving home for three months, and I won't be back until August, and he's pissing me off right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been talking for... Since March, late March. Oh, so oh. a month and a few days, a month and a couple of weeks. You told me about him in March. Why doesn't it feel like it? Because he pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> but and I definitely I I I did I I did um, develop a little a little tiny crush on on him. She's stuttering, guys. Don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but because he he was he's stable. Mm-hmm. You know, before now, he was nice. Yeah. He's still nice. He just, I'm an angry woman. Um, <laughs> that's like, like a mad woman, you know. Taylor Swift once again said it best. But um, it, it took me probably, honestly, I think it was after we had sex for the first time, mm-hmm. which was like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Two and a half weeks? Three weeks? Like three weeks ago. Um. No, we've been talking for a month. I could probably find it if I texted you and told you, but um, (laughs) right after it happened. um, This is a group chat, me and Erica probably. I think I, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. No, Um, you did. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been two weeks. We'll say two weeks. Um, And three weeks. Three weeks. Um, anyway, <laughs> it was probably like after that that I was like, okay, like if he asked me to be his girlfriend, like I'd say yes. But it's also an impossible situation because I'm leaving for three months. I would just like to say she said that he asked, if he asked her to be um, his girlfriend, she would say yes. And yeah. whenever she first told me about him, I said if he asked you to be his girlfriend, what would you say? She said I would say no. So that all changed within a month, guys. Just saying. Continue. Right now I'd say no. <laughs> Because I'm pissed at him. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like, it's one of those things that's just like, it, it has different timelines for everybody. Like, I've once talked to a guy all summer mm-hmm. and I didn't feel anything for him like that. Like, we didn't, I mean, I think we like made out a couple times. We didn't have sex or anything like that either. And I think sex is a big part of that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a big part of that connection, finding out we connect in that way. And it's not a big part for everybody. It doesn't have to be a big part for everybody. Some people have a very happy relationship with no sex at all, and that's totally fine. That's teach their own. But for me, I think, like, that connection is really important to me um, and figuring out if that works. I think, like, after I was like, this works. I was like, oh, okay. Like, this definitely works. Mm-hmm. I think we're in the right headspace here. Um but so that took me a, probably I think let's say we've been talking for six weeks. Mm-hmm. It took me about three weeks 
for it okay. to be like a thing. Um, because I think we were talking for a little bit before that too. So, and that's not the case for everybody. Some people, again, it takes two days. I can't. I say you can't put a timeline on feelings. Like if you're like. If you're sitting there and you're like, okay, if after a month I don't have feelings for them, then I'm going to end it. Yeah. Do it. Like, do it. Don't hold out to see if you get feelings. And don't waste your time. Time do is very important. Do not waste your time. Don't waste your time. If you're like having a good time though, but if they come to you and they're like, I have feelings for you, don't hold out to see if you develop them back. No. It's not worth it. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to them. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to your time together. Um, I also feel like there's a thing of like, because... More times than one, I've heard the girl catches feelings first. Mm-hmm. And, um, not true from Tara's perspective. From my perspective, <laughs> I've seen that girls catch feelings first. And I've just heard, like, where she's like, oh, she has feelings for him and he doesn't have feelings for her. And I'm just like, okay, we don't want to let each other on. We don't want to waste each other's time. So let's drop it. And I think. In that scope, it should be like if within like a two months or so, if one person has feelings and one person doesn't, I'm so sorry and I love you the most, but please drop it. Like yeah. if feelings can't go away that fast, and granted they don't, but you have to think about it. Some people are right person wrong timing. I I am a firm believer in right person wrong timing because oh my gosh, I um, am to an extent. To an extent, and then some people just. A chapter? Oh, excuse me. Some people are just a chapter in your storybook. I think that's Taylor Swift. I'm not really sure. No. Oh, well. I'm sorry. I tried. <laughs> um, <laughs> I tried. Um, well, there she has a song called Story of Us. It's like the chapter's ending, like the story's closing, stuff oh, like that. No, sure didn't quote that. Um, maybe that's probably like, a movie it's, I watched. It's pretty close. It's, you're close. Woo. You were close. I don't like Taylor Swift. Swift. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't think you should lead each other on because you should be done if you don't like feelings, if you don't have feelings. Um, but I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah, I agree. And I think that right person, wrong time is a touchy subject because I think that there's a difference between saying like, okay, like we, like this was the right person, wrong time, but not holding out like, especially cause if you have feelings for them and they don't have feelings for you, let yourself move on. Mm-hmm. Like, don't sit there and be like, "Well, I know they're the right person. They're just not in the place right now, and I'll wait for them." Don't, don't wait. Do don't wait. Don't do it. Be better for yourself. Because you don't want to, and I've learned this from experience. Unfortunately, you don't want to accents coming out. Don't know why. You don't want to close yourself off to a person, and like a random person coming to your life. You're like, okay, who's this random person? And then, like, you don't want to close yourself off because it could be the best person you know. They could literally be the person you marry, your future mm-hmm. husband, wife, spouse, whatever, um, soulmate, just that third. But you're, like, still closed off because your ex-partner or your ex-spouse or your ex-this and that and the third hurt you. Mm-hmm. And granted, I oh, – I'm a hypocrite right now. I am very much healed before you get into another thing. But yes. – but. But, 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 I am also very much have fun, you know? I think that it's important to heal mm-hmm. after a bad situation, a bad relationship, mm-hmm. or a good one that just yeah. ran its course. Yeah. I think finding yourself for it, I'm really, I'm a, I am a big believer on staying single for a while, mm-hmm. but 
don't close yourself off to new experiences Mm-mm. because of that. Like if you, you know, just went through something and an opportunity presents itself and you're like, you know, I really want to go out with this person. You can do it, but just know that you come first. Yep. Um, this took a big turn for fuck up culture. But I mean, it's a good way to end. It is a good way to end. You um, come first, ladies, yes. men, my Especially peoples. whether you're in a relationship, whether you're participating in hookup culture, mm-hmm. especially for my women, my non-binary pals, mm-hmm. um, anybody who is devalued by the patriarchal system. Um, because hookup culture is designed to benefit a patriarchal society. Mm-hmm. Hookup culture is designed to benefit men. Mm-hmm. Every culture is designed, not every culture, every culture in our society here mm-hmm. that we are in right now is designed to benefit men. Mm-hmm. And don't let it tear you down. Because there's also, there's, hookup culture can be kind of empowering. Yeah. Being a woman and having sex and taking it back and being like, no, like, I like sex. Like, I sit here right now and I'm like, I like sex. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy having sex. I and enjoy I'm not it, sh- but sometimes I just, yeah, I can just, I just, no. I don't know. It's just me. Well, sometimes I don't want to have sex, but I still like sex. True, true. Um, but I'm not ashamed of liking sex. You should be oh, ashamed. You should if not you be like ashamed sex. of liking sex. Like you should, and a lot of women like that's what when I participate in hookup culture and I'm hooking up, um, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it and I have a good time. And sometimes I hate it. And like mm-hmm. right now, I'm like kind of over it. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm not going to enjoy sex because I deserve to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I deserve to have some fun. And so do you. Mm-hmm. And hook up, hooking up can be a little bit empowering and taking back that power that women have been denied for, for so, oh, long. so long. Um, so, yeah, have fun. Have sex. Be safe. And to my men. <laughs> treat a woman right okay yes treat a woman right but also you know i'm not gonna go as hard on y'all also make sure you're being treated right because i am a woman who has participated in the act of gaslighting and manipulation from time to time i love gaslighting and i'm so sorry but if i see you gaslighting me i will come back 10 times harder at you so you know women are better gaslighters than men it's just, yes it's so just much better thing. but also watch your manly egos don't let it get mm-hmm. in your way because women like me will knock you down a couple of sizes and you're going to get mad and call me a B-I-T-C-H. So, yeah. Um, so, men, you know, um, men get tested. Women get tested. My, non-bi- my non-binary pals get tested. Peace, love, harmonious joy. Yes. Have do, sex. Have sex. Do whatever you want to do. Respect people. Get consent. We didn't even talk about that. Get oh, consent. Yeah. Should we talk about that? <laughs> Real quick, get consent because if you don't, I'm taking you to jail. Yeah. I'm taking you to jail. No means no. No means no. No means no. No answer means no. No answer means no. Body language means no. If they're drunk, don't take advantage of them. No, yeah. don't do it. Being under influence means no. And I'm, this is very loud too, so I know you hear it. Close do not Close. mean consent. Close don't mean consent. If um, they're naked in front of you, does not mean, mean consent. consent. Um, um, what else? Just if they're at a party out of their lives drunk it does not mean consent don't take them back home i want everyone listening around to repeat to me consent is an enthusiastic verbal and firm yes, yes. i hope you're repeating it back if not, <laughs> very sad but consent <laughs> is enthusiastic and mm-hmm. verbal mm-hmm. 
and it should be given and mm-hmm. it can be taken away at mm-hmm. any point. At any point and then stop. If you're, <laughs> stop. I'm going to get really crude right here. Mm-hmm. If your dick is inside of her, mm-hmm. she can still say no mm-hmm. and you pull out and it's over. And it's over. And don't I get don't mad. I don't care. And don't get mad. She or he or whatever other situation. If you're making out and your clothes are off mm-hmm. and they say no, it's over. It's over. Stop. That becomes a felony. Because I'm taking you to jail. Respe- disrespectfully. Yes. I'm taking you to jail. Disrespectfully. I'm taking you. I will come. I don't Olivia lie. Benson is coming for you. Olivia Benson is coming. TV and in real life. Because uh-huh. she comes to people in real life too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't play me. Yep. To Anyways. Catch a predator. Who oh, forgot? We didn't even talk about it. That's crazy. I'm glad I thought about it. Anyways. We're going to film another podcast episode when I get back in August. Yes, we can. I'll be back, guys. Don't worry. Going. You'll hear more from me. You'll hear more from Terry. You're going to hear a lot more guests, guys. So just <laughs> wait about Just wait. We're going to be back. Great soon. guests. Great guests. Amazing guests. Just wait. I'm going to bring I'm gonna bring hot tea and hot takes for you guys. You know, we're going to yes. do great, especially for my last year. Anyways. Tears. 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 So, thank you, Tara. Thank my you graduating girly. I'm going Aww. to miss you so very much. <laughs> Even though she's going to come back. So, <laughs> I'm going to miss you. I miss you. I bet you're my last guest for the season. Yeah. So, season one is kind of crazy. Um, so, just thank you for, like, being here for me. I'm not going to get sentimental because we don't do that in public nope. eyes. I'm going to get sentimental. Um, I'm mm, going to start crying. Don't cry because I'll okay. keep it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, thank you for being on my podcast and just, you know listening to these random conversations that we do have <laughs> yeah thanks this was random <laughs> and <laughs> i apologize for my mother for kyla's I'm parents so sorry listen. my family if you listen i haven't gotten any texts so we're good <laughs> there should be a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode no, that says i could add it in episode in um, like three nsfw nsfw <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to this on speakerphone with your parents so <laughs> put your headphones in don't listen to it in the car with your parents either. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So thank you once again. I'll see you guys later in my closing episode. And as always, peace. peace.